Dirt Late Model technology is constantly changing, and today we'll look at just how much the cars have changed inside just the last several years. We've also got Tuesday results and some sprint car tickets to give away. Let's go. It's Wednesday, August 23rd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. Today's show is being supported by our friends at Lincoln Speedway and the Dirt Classic. Lincoln Speedway's two-day Dirt Classic weekend is right around the corner and features a total purse of over $99,000. The $10,000 to win kickoff to the Classic on September 2nd will be followed by the $20,000 to win and $1,000 to start Dirt Classic. That's on Sunday, September 3rd. This marquee event is unsanctioned and will kickstart the month of money in central Pennsylvania. So keep an eye out for driver announcements as there is sure to be a great field of cars on hand for this one. If you want to grab your reserved seats in advance, head over to dirtclassic.com. And when you check out, make sure to use code DIRTTRACKER with your order. Buying those seats in advance gets you $5 off the race day price. And then the code gets you another $5 off. So $10 off the race day price when you use the code. That's a pretty sweet deal. Using that code also gets you entered into a drawing for a Dirt Classic prize pack. And special for today, they are letting me give away two reserved seats for the event to one of my viewers. Like we did before, please only enter if you actually plan on attending the event, if you're local that, to that area, if you're you know, willing to drive a few hours. To get in on this, you got to be subscribed to this YouTube channel. Also, head over to dirttracker.com slash the slider. Subscribe there as well. It's free. And then comment Dirt Classic below. So Dirt Classic in your comment. That will get you entered. I will announce a winner on tomorrow's daily show. Thanks again to Lincoln and the Dirt Classic for getting involved and supporting the show. All right, about a month ago, I did an episode where I talked about how secretive things are in the Dirt Lay model world with chassis setups and parts and pieces. I'll link to that episode below if you missed it. But the idea of technology and innovation is one of the things that draws me to Dirt Lay models. I know some race fans rail against the engineers and the wind tunnels and the data acquisition, but I like that aspect of the sport. The teams are in a box for sure with the way the rules have changed, and we don't see the insane designs from decades ago with the huge spoilers and the massive and crazy you know, Lexan plastic sideboards. Uh, the evolution continues anyway, though, and that evolution is pretty wildly visible. I went to Dirt Car Nationals down at Volusia for the first time back in 2014. I'd been an employee at World Racing Group for less than a year at that point. And DCN always worked with my schedule because I could hit up Volusia for a few days or a week and then go right into Daytona stuff with whatever NASCAR teams I was working for at the time. Over the years, I think I've maybe done DCN six or seven times, and I've got photos from a lot of those trips. And as a side note, it's an interesting look at my photography skills from 2014, just using a cell phone and a 2014 cell phone, to 2016 when I first had a DSLR, a DSLR camera that I really sucked with, to then 2019 when my skills kind of started to round out a little bit. Uh, but this whole idea of the late model evolution uh, came to me yesterday as I was looking at some of those photos I took in 2014. Wandering around the Volusia pit area, I have photos from that week of Josh Richards and Scott Bloomquist, Tim McCready, Don O'Neill, Shane Klen, a whole bunch of others. And it's wild just how different the cars looked then. And this was only, what, nine years ago? Looking at my sprint car photos from that same event, you can't tell any difference. If you swapped out paint schemes, you basically wouldn't be able to tell what year it was. But that is not true of the late models. Things have changed visibly and in a big way. To give you a nice side-by-side -side comparison, I have two shots to show you of Bobby Pierce. One is from photographer Josh James, 
It's at a Lucas race at Paducah in 2015. The other is for my guy, Paul Arch. It's Pierce at Marion Center earlier this season. Look how different the two bodies are on these race cars. 2015 version is chunky, like sort of bulbous. And, you know, look at the rise on the nose, much sharper from the front skirt up to the air cleaner, just overall, like almost kind of fatter. And the 2023 car, though, on the bottom, much sleeker, much cleaner, sharper lines. The roof line, very different. And that rear quarter has a completely different shape. Uh, rear spoilers, I think, have changed a little bit looking at these photos as well. And there have been other videos done that you can find on YouTube about the massive changes that dirt laminals have undergone through the years, especially from the 70s and 80s until today. And the differences are staggering. But inside of the past 10-year window, the progression has continued and it's something you can actually see. Even when we're in a period where the rules have stayed somewhat similar, uh, I think things are changing all the time. And as I talked about a month ago, a heavier focus from the media and the streaming players and the announcers and everybody involved, I think on the late model tech, I think that would be really good to see. I watched a video yesterday where Ricky Thornton Jr.'s crew chief, Anthony Burroughs, talked about how halfway through the season, they can't use the stuff that they did during speed weeks on the car because the sports already moved past it. The speed of the development is nuts, and it's why we see the swings we do with who's fast and who isn't. You know, Pierce and RTJ have certainly figured something out this year, while guys like Tim McCready and Brandon Overton are still looking for more speed. And in six months or a year, it could all swing a different direction yet again. All right, moving on. Uh, up at Ransomville last night, we saw something with the Super Dirt Car Series we don't witness very often, and that was somebody running down Matt Shepard out front. The 9S was in the lead early, but on lap 51, Eric Rudolph drove by to take the lead, and he went on to the $7,500 win. Shepard and Matt Williamson rounded out the night's podium. Rudolph is a hometown guy there at Ransomville, and this was his second series win of the year, so you know that was a big one. Not much change in the championship, though. Shepard still leads Money Matt by 60 points. The big blocks are back in 10 days for Mr. Dirt Track USA at Lebanon Valley. And speaking of Matt Shepard, he's going to make uh, his Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series debut tomorrow at Georgetown Speedway. He'll drive a car owned by uh, NASCAR Truck Series team Nice Motorsports, and he will do that as a teammate to Ross Chastain. If you might remember from a few weeks ago, Chastain drove one of Shepard's big blocks at Utica Rome with the Short Track Super Series, and now it kind of looks like the favor is being repaid. Shepard made a few late model starts at the end of 2022 with Big Frog Motorsports that was down at Alltech Raceway in Florida. Very respectable. Uh, and he does know how to get around Georgetown. As for Chastain, he tried to run a Lucas show earlier this season. It was rained out. He did make an appearance uh, with XR's Working Man Series, though, at Cherokee back in May. He finished ninth in the B-Main that night. In Western Sprint Tour uh, Speedway uh, or Speed Week action last night, it was Landon Brooks uh, who went to victory lane at Coos Bay Speedway. He topped night one winner Dominic Selzy and Logan Forler. Tonight, they'll drive uh, about 75 miles east to Roseburg to take on Douglas County. So uh, a lot more of this Speed Week still to come. Um, every Wednesday, we spotlight other podcasts for you to check out. I'm very much of the mind that a rising tide raises all boats. So I like spotlighting other creators, kind of similar to what we've done with the Slider email newsletter. This week, Winged Nation has James McFadden, Danny Varon, and David Gravel. Open Red has Chase McDermott and Jason Reed. Hoagie's Garage has Tanner Holmes and more. Dunwich on Dirt has Kale Deese. And there are new episodes of Passing Points, The Dirt Nerds, Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks, uh, Dirt Track Confessions, and Dirt Track Weekly. To see all of these shows, all of the episodes, jump over to dirttracker.com slash podcast. That's it for the show today. Don't forget to hit up today's streaming schedule for what you can watch tonight. You can find that over at dirttracker.com. Don't forget, too, we're also running a, uh, a discount code right now over uh, on Dirt Tracker merch. Uh, so shop.dirttracker.com. Code daily gets you 20% off. 
I hope you guys have a good Wednesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.